Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show, hour number two. All right, it's 5.02 here in the Bayou City. Let's go uh, check in with Captain Mike Jeffcoat this morning to see how he's percolating. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, Mick. How are you, sir? I'm good, man. And you? Oh, getting thawed out. So Yeah. Got a little brisk. That's a pretty good little cold snap there, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> it was. outdoorsman. <laughs> yeah, it was. Well, I kept my butt indoors, so. Uh, we um, we turned the well off, whatever day it was, Tuesday, whatever, when this thing come in here, and we drained this house down, and we had plenty of water on hand to survive, so we're all good. There you go. Uh, I've done been down that road before. So. Well, I've always been lucky. I've always dripped, you know. And uh, my sprinklers come on, you know, my septic. But right. uh, the only problem with doing that and taking that risk is you got to be sure you're not going to lose power. Yep. And uh, that that was the only nervous aspect of it. I knew I probably wouldn't bust any pipes or anything. But, uh, man, if I lost power, it could have been real possible. When that well quits running, that water quits flowing, and everything freezes up. Yep. Absolutely. It was a gamble. I took it. I got lucky. Well, I understand, but I've uh, I've I've gambled before and got away with it. But I don't know that last bad freeze we uh, we had about fifteen thousand dollars worth of damage. So yeah, that tells you right there. Like I said, you lose that well, you're in trouble. So unless you can get that generator hooked up to it pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I just, uh, I just played the smartest way I thought to play this time because it was going to be too cold too long. Right. So, I mean, there's still ice floating this morning, you can bet. Yeah. <laughs> but it got pretty cool again last night. What, what's the temperature right now? Man, it warmed up for me down here on the coast. It, uh, oh, okay. It's a, it, when I went to bed, it was actually colder than it was when I got up. We got fog and mist down here from the cold bay waters and the warmer huh. temperatures. It's, uh, yeah. I don't know, it's uh, anywhere from, hell, Eagle Point showing 47, Galveston's 55, 
Morgan's yeah. points forty six. So it's uh feels warm <laughs> compared to the last yeah, well, three days. Crazy. Well just hang tight, fix turn right back around. So Yeah, got another one rolling in here tonight. It's gonna freeze, yep. but it's gonna be light, you know, nothing like this yeah, last one. It's gonna one. be a light freeze, right? Yeah. Yeah, I saw where it's gonna I think it's gonna be twenty seven in Cleveland Saturday. Mm-hmm. Or Sunday morning, whatever the morning it is. I think it's Saturday morning, isn't it? Yeah, Saturday morning and Sunday morning both are showing it's gonna freeze up your way. Mm. And I got four grandkids in my hip pocket. Oh boy. <laughs> Close that youth weekend down. Well, it ain't youth weekend, it's just youth all past two weeks, so Right. They're all chomping at the bit, so we'll see. There's one thing about that real cold weather. They won't stay long in that stand. No. No, most of them all got a Mr. Buddy, so they'll bring their Mr. Buddies with them and we'll hang out. So Those uh those are game changers for the stand. Oh, absolutely. Close them windows and turn it on, it'll run you out of there. Yeah, absolutely. So, well, that's, I had one on my well. I had it in the well house on a five-gallon bottle and made sure that well didn't freeze up. So, I had a heat lamp and a Mr. Buddy in there, so it was Whoa. pretty toasty in, in the well house. That well was doing better than we were. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> You know, we were talking about that. I mean, looking back in 2021, we're sitting in our houses, and it's like 45 degrees inside the house. No no power. I mean, in this day and age, it's just hard to believe that, you know, we went, had to go through that with a grid. It's crazy, man. Oh, I know. So, but we barely made like it this grid. time. No issues yeah. for anybody yeah, out there. Like it looked like the old grid done real good. I was watching that monitor deal they had on it and it stayed pretty green the whole time so you know here's what it is but we didn't have the ice like we did the last time too right that ice makes a big difference it does other than that that's uh that's what's shaking um yeah i didn't get you saturday we couldn't no, I, I tried. I couldn't. I couldn't get my foot in the right place. So, <laughs> yeah. But I went and watched them old O's, and there's a little bit of rut going on right now. Them yarding there, kind of come in. And there's a lot of ground scrape. Right. I saw Wood Buck last weekend. That was it. He wasn't nothing to him, and and he was chasing the yarding there. But, yeah, they're just uh, picking up the scraps right now, you know, in yeah, part of the world. Yeah. Yeah. Blaine's so. is just really getting going good down there. That'll run, man, that'll run into mid to late February. He sees it oh, every yeah. year down there. It's crazy. And when's the season closed down there next uh, weekend? This weekend. Sunday, oh, this weekend, too. Yeah, huh? 21st. Yep. Wow. That'll be all she wrote, you know, for bugs. Yep. But then you'll have the doe and spike deal. For a couple of weeks, yeah. Uh, there you go. No, but this is the end for East Texas. Come Sunday. So. Yeah, Blaine's already doing his quail lanes and all that. He was graining yesterday, you know, with his quail food. Right. Getting ready for that. That's uh, 
he's gonna have a heck of a year. Man, there's a lot of quail down there. My goodness. Really? Yeah. Does do. Huh. There's a lot of doves here in East Texas. Isn't that something? We, sure. uh, TPNW didn't miss that one. They were, you know, they sent out those uh, bulletins on how many, you know, how the populations were up like crazy. Well, they, they hit that one right on the head, bud. I'm telling you, last. Oh, was that Friday or Saturday that wind blowed so bad? Anyhow, I was on New Orleans stand and. Um, man, and wind was honking on me. I don't, yeah, well, it had to have been Friday because it was blowing out south, and that's not good. Mm-hmm. Not good for Darlene's stand to be blowing out south. But anyhow, it finally laid about 5 o'clock. Right. And them catch squirrels got up. And I mean, <laughs> I'm probably looking at 100 squirrels at one time. And them doves poured in there, and probably looking at 100 doves at one time in her field. Wow. It was just crazy. I said, you know what? For sure, doves, they still open. Come down here and bust these doves up. So, but it's unreal. Every feeder I went to was doves just packed in there. So oh. that's a good thing. So, yeah, it uh, is. Yep. And down south, fishing, I don't ridiculous. have. I don't have no... Uh, yeah, there's not a lot out. on fishing right now. No. I was supposed to have some people offshore again this weekend. Had to cancel them and got them rebooked. Uh, I don't know, 1st of February, I guess. But the way it's looking, it ain't looking good. No. The boys are, you know, it's been rough right now. So. Yeah, it's been a been that kind of year. We've had a lot of blows. With these fronts, I yeah. mean, strong blows. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I was supposed to have a guy out tomorrow. And uh, I called him Tuesday. He said, well, we all could, huh? I said, I guess you ain't looked at that weather. No. I mean, it's like eight footers tomorrow in Venice. So <laughs> go get you some of that. No, thanks. I'll pass. Yep. But anyhow, but, uh, that's what's going Matter of fact, I'm going to pick up me a new squirrel dog here this morning. You told me you were going to get you one this week. Yep, we'll pick him up feist. today. Or noon, we're going to find out what he's made out of. So, well, that little dog I, I took in that would have made somebody an unbelievable little squirrel dog. She disappeared. Did she? She ate bre- breakfast uh, two mornings ago and. Uh, Went went and did her roaming around or hunting she does and never came back. Wow. That's crazy. Well, I hope somebody took her in and gave her a home. I've been taking care of her for seven or eight months now. So I hope a coyote didn't get her or a bobcat or something. No kidding. No kidding. Hunting machine. You know, you're talking about them bobcats. I have not seen a bobcat this year hunting. That's the first time in a long time I ain't had a glimpse. You know, when I was down at Blaine's, I, I saw uh, one badger, but I never saw a feral hog or a bobcat or a coyote in any of the hunts I made, and I hunted for seven days. And that's very unusual. I hadn't Must seen be. but one. I've seen one coyote. That's all I've seen. <laughs> and my hogs are, they're really tricking me. I've seen a few hogs, but 
Uh, they've just been so well. The only ones I would see would be a big old, big old boar. What a, you know how they oh, all yeah. come out by themselves right uh, at dark. Yep. And uh, that's all you'd see. But uh, as far as any, you know, pigs or any good sow hogs to harvest, never saw any. They're yep. all nocturnal, boy. And you can get back the next morning, same stand, and there's holes dug everywhere. There ain't a wow. kernel of corn left anywhere. Nope. Same out there. Yeah. But, but I mean, them bobcats, I mean, uh, them cows, they howling like crazy, but uh-huh. I just hadn't seen them. Well, so. they're, they're not a stupid animal. No, they're getting smarter and we're getting dumber. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> For sure. That's how I feel, anyhow. All right, buddy. Well, Mike, you have a good one. And uh, somebody wants to get with you about uh, RJ's hunting and fishing, give them some info. Give me a call at 832-338-9376. Catch it on the web at RJ Hunting and Fishing. All right, buddy. Well, good talking to you, Mike. Glad you made it through the blizzard. <laughs> yeah, it looks like everybody kind of done pretty good. I was at McCoy's yesterday, and they it was very light traffic in the plumbing department. So I think everybody learned their lesson. I think they did. They're wising up. Yep. All right, brother. Well, good talking to you, Mike. You have a good day. Same here. Later. Later, man. All right, that's Captain Mike Jeffcoat. And I need to take a moment to tell everybody about the Mirror Lure Little John. And uh, what it is, it's one of the hottest soft plastic baits I've chunked in years. And that's the Mirror Little John. You can check out all their soft plastics, but uh, I'm real partial to this particular bait. It's a three and three quarter inch soft plastic twitch bait. It throws like a bullet into the wind or downwind. It doesn't matter. Attach it to a jig head, whether you're wading or fishing out of the boat. And the Little John is lethal on speckled trout, redfish, and flounder. And the Little John's injected. With a secret fish-catching scent, it has a darting action. It makes it irresistible to game fish. And the Little John's so tough and durable, I've caught dozens of fish on one particular bait. That bait can last for days. And uh, it comes in 14 popular fish-catching colors. It produces results day in and day out. That's the Mirror Lure Little John. You can look for them wherever tackle is sold. Remember, folks, nothing catches fish like Mirror Lure. Go to MirrorLure.com. On a warm summer's evening, on a train bound for nowhere, I met up with a gambler. We were both too tired to sleep, so we took turns of staring out the window at the dark. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, 519 here in the Bayou City. Let's go down to G-Town and check in with Captain James Plog this morning. James, how are you? Yo, what's up, buddy? What's happening, man? Oh, it's, it's nice and balmy out there this morning. It is, ain't it? <clears throat> it warmed up, didn't it? Yeah, because it was, it was still cool yesterday afternoon. You got any fog I, down there? Oh, Mickey, it's kind of, you know, the water's gone, a little bit of air. Yep, yep, it's foggy right now. Man, I, I had some terrible fog. Well, it got better as I got into Baytown, but uh, out there on the bay, it was socked in. I could hear... I could hear those ships out there on the channel. That yeah, one it's long blast. <laughs> well, the water's pretty cold. It's, what is it like? Yeah, what is it like? Fifty-six degrees, fifty-five. It feels colder. Forty-three. Than that. It's forty-three somewhere, and it was uh, 
I think the Galveston Channel warmed up to around 50 or whatever. And, yeah, uh, I had it. I rode it down for a couple of days. I, it bottomed out yesterday morning at 40.5 at Eagle Point. That's yeah, what I saw. Yeah, I've screenshotted all that. It's uh, yeah, 43.9 at, at uh, Eagle this morning. Yeah, see, it's kept coming up. Because at 6 o'clock last night, it was 40, it's 43 right yeah. now. Yeah, it's yeah, 40. It was, it's uh, 49 at Morgan's Point, and in the Galveston Channel, it's back up to 53. It got down to 40, what was it, 45, 46 in the Galveston Channel during the high. Yeah, day, I had, yeah at 10 yesterday, it was 45 at the jetties, but at 6, it had come up to like 47, 46, 9, and then at 6 o'clock, it was like 42, 1. So I think like there, right there at 40 was the bottom. I think that was it. Yeah, and then you saw that uh, that uh, deal that came out from the research and science, you know, over gulf fisheries or whatever. It had a chart saying if the water's below 45 uh, for more than 24 hours, it's critical on speckled trout and 43 for redfish. And I mean, I guess I've. I don't know, just, man. Uh, We've caught them. Things have changed. I've. Yeah, we we caught it. One morning at Calcasieu, it was uh, thirty-nine degree water, and we couldn't get a lure back. Remember waiting at the east side that time? And yeah, it was it was cold, dude. My it, legs were burning. Oh, but, they were burning. But uh, I think they, I always I thought it had to be in that. the thirties. You know, like thirty-seven, thirty-eight for about forty-eight hours to really be critical. You know. Well, you know, if there was any deads of anything, a mullet, a oh, turtle, it'd be anything, all over the place. Then dudes would have found them. They would jump up the bit the, to get out there and the find doomers. some dead yesterday. <laughs> the doomers, the man. doomers, man. Here we go. Got some dead ones. I was laughing. I was about to text you that. Hey, you want to drive around with some dead stuff? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, nah, I think it's it's fine. It it just got cold, man. Got cold. Yeah, it, we ain't it, had no winter it does till it every now. Year, I mean, it yeah. gets cold. Yeah, we ain't had no winter till uh, till right now. Yeah, I think true. We got another little front tonight, and this, you know, it is what it is. I think we're gonna go about. I ain't going till like nine today. Just to look around, I, I don't think anything will bite. Maybe, maybe they might bite, but probably not. Being fine. Oh, I bet you I know bite. where you're gonna pull in and get some bites at i remember the last last big fish pictures i saw out of you you sent me one time was after one of these and uh you had your little old spot and you caught some nice fish man i mean yeah i mean sometimes for, they this, bite. for this day and age oh, that that was awesome yeah it, it was it was pretty good but we'll see i mean i i, I don't know they, they're there they're not they won't, at least you can stand it i mean it was it was cold i went i went to the I left here, whatever morning it was, and it was cloudy and blowing, dude, and uh, it was like 27, I guess, and I was going to the gym, and I got right there about mile distance, it's like 25, man, it's cold. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got to We're the gym, it was, tw it was 21, you know, right there, you know, just north of, uh, just north of Nashville 1, I'm like, Yeah, that first morning cold. at about 6 to 6.30, it was 18 in my house. On that west yeah, side. that's it. I called you on the way up there. Oh, that's yeah, right. So we were te we were texting that morning. I was uh, my my ringer was turned off, and uh, I was cooking breakfast when you called. I saw that about nine o'clock. 
Yeah, I was driving up there, so I'll talk to Mickey. But anyway, I got through, and uh, I just got a pair of board shorts on and <laughs> all my swimming stuff. I'm wet. Got a hoodie on. Man, I hit that door, and I ran to my truck out <laughs> there, man. It wasn't a good day for that. No. But it's over. We'll see what happens. But I don't know if nobody's been Mickey. A couple people called me yesterday about What's dead? What do you think? That kind of deal. But I, I don't know. I got texts for two days. What do you think, Captain? You think we're going to have a fish kill? I said, it's too early to tell. We don't, I mean, hide and watch. Just wait. Well, them fish are they're a lot more resilient than people think. It's just like you you talk to Bill or somebody, and you and I talked about the other day. You know how cold it got in 83. And, yeah, it killed a lot of them, but a lot of them were still alive swimming around yeah. on top of the water trying to get some sun and go back down, you know. <clears throat> so, And that was brutal. That, that this, this little deal here ain't nothing compared to none of that stuff. We had or 12 that, days of that. Or that one we had, whatever it was, two years ago. Now, that was real right there, buddy. That was, yeah. that was not good. <clears throat> that was not good. Well, and, I, I anybody, did some research. In 1899, we had a bad one that was just blow this away. And then in 1930, the coldest temperature ever recorded in Houston, it was 5 degrees. And then uh, 89 was a, another one when it got 7 degrees two nights in a row. That was that was bad, 7 degrees. Yeah, now, you, you start talking about 7 degrees and 12 degrees, yeah, your old fish probably going to be dead. Yeah, but this this deal because I kept only thing I look at I, I wasn't looking at Houston or nothing or even up there where you're at I was just looking at Galveston you know right. what the temperature was and I I never saw nothing that was terrible you know but at my house I mean Shoalsfield is always you know that's what they use anytime we get right. a report it's from Shoals and it's right. usually a little it's right on the island so. It's usually a couple of degrees warmer, and they got some kind of site. You probably use the same one right here by the causeway, and it's right. usually pretty pretty cool. But I just know in my truck when I left, the coldest I've seen during this whole deal at my house was twenty seven degrees. Yeah, and and I guarantee you, go across the bay and get on the island, there's two or three degrees difference. Well, yeah, it's surrounded by water. The water keeps a hundred percent. Exactly, exactly. <clears throat> And then one morning right there, the little satellite bays by Omega Bay, maybe the little shad got stunned a little bit. That whole thing was just solid birds picking. Yeah. At, uh, <laughs> I saw a post about that, and everybody's going, well, it's good to have the white pelicans back for the winter and all that. Well, those pelicans aren't ganged up there just, you know, having a nice outing. They're They're eating stunned fish. Yeah, they're and, uh, eating stuff. They're eating them little shad. The little shad get cold, and they just start hanging out on top. Well, they're stunned. They keep coming to the, anything that comes to the top, those pelicans are going to eat. And that's the same way with a cooling pond out my way. I mean, when it's covered in pelicans, you can bet that's not a, that ain't a good sign. That pal ain't on vacation, man. He's trying to eat, dude. No, he's, <laughs> he's, he's like everything else. Eat. He's just trying to survive like the rest of man, them. Man, how many, how many fish have we caught on the wintertime with one or two pelicans swimming around in a spot? Oh, yeah, when uh -huh. you're getting a dead it, of winter cold and you'd see a white pelican with his head leaned over and he's trying to sneak up on a mullet, you better get in there and get you some. You better get you some. That's a fact, Jack. You won't see nothing, but that pelican, he's a lot better fisherman than we are, and he's, he's there trying to eat. That's what I tell my guys. So, see that bird? 
He don't eat, he dies. We don't eat, we just, we don't catch anything. We just go home. We run to HEB. Exactly. <clears throat> exactly. But I think we'll be fine. Yeah, we're all right. I think we'll be fine. I know we're fine. Just a little moist this morning, though. You're going to have to put some clothes on. That water, you better pour you plenty of clothes. That water, as cold as it is, it, it may, the temperature may say one thing, but it's going to be something else. No, whatever, you know, it'll be warm on the high ground, but out there on that water, it's going to be exactly what the bay temperature is. It's, you know. You better believe it. It's the way it is. You better believe it, but I ain't, man, I hadn't, man, I, I put it on the trailer December the 22nd, and I ain't hit a lick, so I got to get back after it. Yeah, it's. <clears throat> Getting that time, it's just you know, January is just one of those months. I you book them, they come in, you put them on the books, and uh, you just you try to run them. You just gotta yeah. You have I mean, you you're gonna have it. your days. Yeah, no. you're gonna have your days. If you book, if you book thirty days in January, if you booked every day, what would you run? Maybe twelve, thirteen when the smoke yeah. clears. If you booked if every you're day, lucky. yeah, yeah. If you really push, <laughs> they were a little bit better. You know, but my guys, they're all flexible. We just fish the, you know, we fish the windows when it's, when we think we can catch something. Uh, one of my guys, Kelly Rasmus, he listens to your show. Kelly's a great guy. They fish with me a yeah, lot. Yeah, Kelly. They went down there with, yeah, they went down there with Cliff a couple of weeks ago, and Jim caught him a good one. He caught one that was six and a half, and then he caught another one that he weighed on a boga grip, and I, they sent me a picture of the fish. He was a real one. He weighed a little over eight on the boat grip. Yeah, I saw all those photos. Cliff sent them to me from right there on the water, man. That same day. Yeah, that was. That's a real nice fish. He said one yeah. day they struggled. I think the front came or something happened. They didn't do too good. Then the next day, he said they caught, you know, a fair amount of really nice trout. Yeah, they did. But them boys can catch them though. You put them close to them, oh, they can yeah. get them. That's a customer yeah, dream dream of having. Yeah, I'm fortunate, dude. I got some really good guys that go with me. I'm lucky. Yeah, we all do. We we really do. Yeah, you're only as good as your crew. That's like Cameron yeah, trying to fish so that tournament. True, you know. You know, we we can catch them, but that ain't. We don't go. We go for your guys again. Just like Cameron trying to fish that tournament with a charter. Dude, that ain't. That's no. not going to work. No. You got to have a team, and our guys that fish with us a lot. We're we're a team. You know, we get it. Well, look at all those <laughs> years we draw those teams for the Gads Cup. You know. And you go get on some really awesome stuff, and and you guys just can't catch them. It just, oh, that uh, was terrible. That's why we was. made them change that. I said, well, let's pick me. You know, that's not fair for nobody. That that was that was a joke. And then when we got to where we could pick our teams, then if you got beat, you just got beat because you yeah. picked your guys. That's it. <laughs> for sure. It's on you then. <laughs> it's on you then, baby. That's a fact. You can't blame nobody. <clears throat> can't blame nobody. Yeah, we'll get so, all through this, and hopefully we don't get any more cold weather the rest of the year. We may get a few, but I don't think we'll get another big one like that. Man, I hope not. It just it's just miserable. But you know, you can't. You know, right? You can't even. I tried to work outside a little bit yesterday. I had some stuff on. I flew out there about an hour. So, man, I'm cold. Then the sun come out. I said, "Well, I'm gonna go run." Well, hell, it was cold too. I had all kind of stuff on. Yeah, it uh, wind was still blowing. That northeast wind got to blowing yesterday. Yeah, it uh, when that wind switched over and started coming off the bay, 
It, it was uh, raw outside. Yeah, cool. The sun was out. It, uh, it's still pretty chilly. Yeah, when that east wind comes across Big Trinity Bay and it's cold out there on that bay, it's going to be cold. Boy, in that big old bay, once you chill it down, it takes forever to warm it back up. Hard to warm it up, ain't it, buddy? It is. Gosh, no. That's why we, uh, you know, we did okay, you know, in Trinity in the winter up till about, you know, end of December and everything. But once you get it way down there and get it real, real cold, then, you know, that's when we'd go to our shallower bays because they warm up quicker and we'd do better on catching big fish this time of year. We would, for sure. Even the little satellite bays around here and stuff, they'll warm up a lot. You know, quicker. and another thing that helps, too, the gulf doesn't cool down like the rest of the bay system. And then when you get your incoming tides returning, it starts warming everything up. And, uh, yeah, you bring it in the water, the warmer water. That's know, exactly right. Up. That's why it's been so mm-hmm. hard to kill a lot of fish in Galveston because of that. Yeah, well, Galveston got a lot of deep water, but I, I think everybody, you know, and I just go back to what you were talking about earlier. Man, how many times, I mean, we caught fish, like catching them, like stomping them in, in 45, 46, 47 degree water. Yeah. You know, on the shallows. So, you know, that's why I think everything's fine. I think that one morning when Kenny went with me and Pete over to Sabine waiting on that Louisiana side that time, that morning that we just, it was cold. I mean, we got over there. We weren't prepared for that. We left, you know, my house on Trinity Bay. It was it was chilly, but we got over there. It was just raw bone cold, and that water was, uh, I think it was 42, 43 degrees. You couldn't get a lure back. I can't believe it. Me and Kenny was just, we were sitting there at the table at the ranch talking about that like like a, two weeks ago when down there dove hunting. The coldest I've ever caught them waiting is in Louisiana. I think the coldest I ever caught them here, I think, was 47-1. But the coldest I ever caught them waiting both times was in Louisiana. One day was yeah. you. We were down there. And then one other time. We get out of the boat, and I'm like, this is stupid, man. I mean, it's it. Yeah, and first cast with like, a catch 2000, boom, six pounder. You catch something. I'm like, yeah. that guy's, man, I just had a bite. I said, dude, you didn't have no bite. That's what I'm thinking in my brain because we were fishing for two days, but they got there early, so we went that afternoon. Yeah. And, buddy, that sun come out. Then, I mean, my legs are burning. This fish pulled up there in that cove right there by <laughs> did, Texaco Cut. <laughs> they just all swam up there, and, buddy, we went to catching them. I'm like, you got to be kidding me, man. Suicidal fish, man. They were naked. They were just a bunch of them. They didn't have nowhere else to go, man. They no, ran out of room. Big ones they too. They were just swimming shore. around looking for something to eat. They were they were cold and they need some food too. They need some protein, it was cr- bud. They needed some protein. It was crazy, man. <clears throat> all right, buddy. Well, well, that's all those fish do is uh, swim around and make babies and eat to survive. I mean, that's that's, that's they got their whole they got to eat or they die. They got to eat or they die. Exactly right. All right, man. Well, hey, if somebody wants to call you about coming down and fishing with you, how do they get a hold of you, Clog? All right, buddy. I still got a few days there in February. If anybody wants to go weight fishing, I don't do much boat fishing this time of year. 409-771-7306. And wear your waders. Wear your (laughs) waders. Layer up, put your waders on over it, buddy. All right, man. Hey, what's the old saying? No bad days, only bad gear. Bad gear. That's it, dog. (laughs) See you later, All bro. right, James, have a good one. Right. See you. Thanks. All right, that's Captain James Plog down in Galveston. 
We know Boyd's One Stop. They're the home of the supercharged, super slimy powerhouse. Croker's located right at the base of the Texas City Dyke at 227 Dyke Road. And if you're looking for quality live bait for your next fishing trip, look no farther than Boyd's. From their tanks to your live well, that bait's as good as it can possibly be. There's no better way to live your bait than with their oxygen response system. You can check them out firsthand at the store. They have have all their different size bottles on display, plus all their regulators, diffusers. They refill them for you right there at the store. If you need more info, call Jason Cogman at 281-701-8107. While you're there, check out all their good specials they have on shrimp, whether you're looking for the big U10s, the 912s, 1518s, you name it. Boyd's has always got it. Great price, great selection. And check them out on the web at boydsonestop.com, or you can call them at 409-945-4001. And when you do, please tell them Captain Mickey sent you. The only two things in life that make it worth living Is guitars that tune good and firm, feeling women I don't need my name in the marquee lights I got my song and I got you with me tonight Maybe it's time we got back to the basics of love. Let's go to Lukenbach, Texas. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right. Final segment already. It's hard to believe. 541 here in the Bayou City. All right. Let's run, run, jump across that bridge, the causeway, and into G-Town. Check in with Captain Michaels Marquez. We just call him Sharky. Sharky, what's up, buddy? What's up, buddy? How are you? Man, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Yeah. Ready to rock and roll, man. I wish I was, I wish I was fishing today, but uh, we've got quite a day, man. We're going to go and start pulling some barnacles off. You know, of course, we pulled out all the boats for the freeze, and so we're going to go and uh, – Start stripping down some barnacles on the bottom jobs, redoing a few of the bottom jobs, getting the boats ready to rock and roll. I say rock and roll, but uh, <laughs> man, it looks nasty <laughs> next several, several days, yeah, all the way uh, through next week. Well, we got that front coming tonight and then kind of cool things down, get it cold for the weekend, then all that rain next week after we warm up, you know, it just... Uh, Man, it is just rain after rain after rain. You know, we have been working so hard uh, in preparation for our open house. It's next Sunday. So, of course, we're just praying and eyeballing the weather. I mean, of course, it's inside. You know, a lot of it's going to be inside, but we were going to do free boat rides for... Well, you know, I think whoever the rain showed will up. Be over by then, you know. Man, I hope so. I hope so, man. We're praying for it. It's going to be quite the, quite the, quite the event, man. We've got a, a huge list of vendors that are going to be there. We've got a few different people coming in to serve food, and we got live music and um, all kinds of fun stuff, man. Free beer, wine, and we just had a bartending service that said they were going to come in and bring some. Bring some booze for everybody, which is cool. So, I mean, yeah. in addition to beer and wine. So, you know, it's going to be a big shabam. Sounds so like we're it. looking forward to it. <laughs> and free boat rides, if it's nice enough. Yeah. And, so, we're going to go rip around Offits and have a good time. And pony rides for go. the kitties. <laughs> there you go. 
Very good. good. So many people have said, hey, can I can I just throw a rod and reel on there? Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, I mean, why not? We're just gonna do a little trolling yeah. while we're ripping around offits, yeah, but uh we're just a little sightseeing. Yeah, man. A pleasure it be fun. But as far as the fishing, bud, I wish I had something good to tell you. I mean, it's today looks like the only day, you know, that it's really gonna be nice. I mean, it looks like it's going to be nice throughout today. I seen it raining late last night, and but uh, yeah, it looks like it's to, going to get uh, up into sixties. It looked like it rained during the night. Now I was fogged in, you know, at my house on Tuesday. Oh, were you? Like, yeah, it was foggy, and then I just saw where they issued a dense fog advisory. So, oh gosh, here we go. Yeah, here we go. Getting into the old. Yep. February uh, fog, baby. January, February, man, it's coming. Well, that water's cold, and then, you know, the air mass is warm. That's what it's going to create. Just the opposite effect yeah. when it's warm water and cold weather hits it. Boy, that bay, yep. Yep. that first day of that front, I couldn't believe the how that bay was steaming. All the water, anything at uh, anybody's water, that cold air hitting it, it was just, it was crazy. Oh, it was wild, dude. It, it looked was. like a scary movie from yeah. Bayside, man, staring out there. I took a video. I'm going to have to post it on the Sicko page, man. Y'all, Everybody get a kick out of it. It was crazy. You know, because it was that wind was kicking too, so that fog just wasn't sitting there. It was whipping around on top of that water, and yeah, you couldn't tell where the skyline met the water. It just all looked the same. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. Uh, uh, uh. One night, uh, what was it? Uh, The second night when we had that reinforcement, it uh, I guess it was around two thirty in the morning. The wind woke me up. And I bet you we were getting really? 40 and 50 mile an hour gust. Golly. It was so cold outside. That That's when the wind chill in Galveston, I think, was 10. I was looking at all that, and I turned the news yep. on. And yeah. It was just crazy. That is crazy, man. We've, yep, that's why we pulled our boats for that for that second second shabam oh, where it got real too, nasty. Uh, do y'all y'all uh, do your bottom jobs. Y'all use anti-fouling paint, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Barnacle still adhere to that? You know, yeah, they do. But I'm going to tell you, it's not anything crazy. We pull our, you know, we pull our boats out every shoot, three, four weeks. We got our boats on the trailer doing servicing and stuff. So we, we stay on top of it. So it's not a big deal. Um, and they're real small. You know, they start off real itty bitty. Yeah. And, uh, you know, of course, if you ignore them, then, of course, they'll grow. Sure. Uh, or if you're in a hurry and hit a servicing and throw it back in the water without, you know. Uh, but, man, usually we just pull them out every three, four weeks, hit it with a power washer, and set it back in. And those boats have been in the water, I don't know, a year and a half. Right. Uh, a little bit over a year and a half without having to, you know, do much anything strenuous to the bottom jobs. And today's going to be easy. You know, we don't even have to really um, – you know, there might be some parts where we're going to resand, but for the most part, once you get that, you know, um, stuff knocked off with a power washer, man, let it dry up. You can hit it with a, you can hit it with another layer, and it'll stick perfectly. Right. Um, you know, on top of that old, old, uh, old paint. The real booger is the first time you do it, you know, and you yeah. got to sand, 
all that fiberglass or you know all yeah, that gel it's coat off and, and then suck into the pores of that gel coat and everything yeah yeah but man once you get it knocked out the first time shoot it's uh it reapplies real easily after that you know for touch-ups and everything else so it shouldn't be a big deal where you know where it took us uh two days per boat to knock it out the first time it should take us just this afternoon to knock out all the bottoms you know just to just to recode them i thought so. of you the other day i saw a picture of a boat that had been sitting in the water and the lower units were left down in the water. It was, I think it was a Perry oh, Did you see that picture where the head I trimmed saw, up? And it, dude, you I saw You couldn't even see it. the props or anything on the lower <laughs> unit. It was just clusters of barnacles just completely. Oh, my. Going, I saw it, man. You know what? That was a nice boat, too, wasn't it? it yeah, was, it was. It looked like a pretty going, nice man, boat. I'd like to see the bottom of that boat. Golly, man. I've seen it. I know exactly what you're talking about. Sheephead. Hey, he could have hit. That'd been a good sheephead boat. Scrape the barnacles off. Oh, buddy. Do some chumping. Oh, buddy. (laughs) Heck with pier pilings. (laughs) Yeah, no joke, man. Wherever that boat was sitting in a marina, I I like to be fishing right under that son of a gun. That was nasty. That, uh, boy, just to see something that nice destroyed like that, it just, it's mind boggling what people do. Yeah, that's brutal. That's brutal, man. That was a nice boat. Yep, I know exactly what you're talking about. It, it looked wild. Uh, uh, uh. Well, yeah. yeah, ours don't get in anywhere uh, one one millionth of that. You know, I mean, we 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 stay on top of it. Well, it got cold uh, because the the surf temperature this morning's 47 degrees. What I just saw on the TV. Golly, yeah, that's cold. Uh huh. But it's going to warm up, and uh, these fish will go to snapping. I'm sure anybody goes Man, they should. Good. You know, in the Galveston yep. Channel, it warmed up good with those incoming tides. You know, I was watching that temperature, and uh, it got down in the 40s. But what was it a while ago? It was around, uh, I think it was right at. Like uh, mid-50s? Yeah, I think like 50.8 or something like that. Eagle Point was 43, but uh, Galveston Channel, was it finally got back up to 50, so that's good. Dang it. You know, and yep, that's why that is good. what we saw in 83 when uh, we had that 12 days of Christmas, I call it, when it just froze for 12 straight days and all those fish were stacked up in the yacht basin and all the Galveston Channel. And oh, yeah. it was because the warm, you know, the water was warmer there than anywhere else in the bay. And it, right. uh, it just, you know, all those fish fell with that extreme drop in water temperature and tides and everything. And that's where they ended up and that's where they survived. It's crazy. Boy, I bet that was, that was crazy. I bet that was crazy. All those fish stacked like up that. in that channel. Yeah. Now I go to that site and it's not showing any water. It's showing all the air temps, but no water temps. You know, it's like they turned them off so we don't talk about it anymore. Water temps. <laughs> crazy. Yeah. They were li- they were listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Golly. What's no, new, right? Wet pattern coming in next week, man. That's uh, I mean, about four days of it. They're calling. For our area around here, get three to five inches of rain. That ain't that's not good. Yeah, not only is that not good, but that's uh, I mean, what does that do to the fisheries? I mean, who knows, man? Well, who knows? Just, it's gonna know, be it just makes it 
everything gets wet and saturated and then you get some runoff and you get a lot of that stained off colored water on top i mean it's not going to be enough to yeah move any fish but it's, it's just going to mess us up you know yeah yeah it's going to mess us up from fishing really i mean right yeah exactly. that's the biggest deal well, that's it should only take one day to push all that time up. Of year. You know, boat shows and fishing shows. Everybody's doing that instead of fishing because it's pointless. Yep. I guess the uh, fishing show, is it coming up? It's. I mean, the boat show is this weekend, huh? Uh, yeah, the weekend. boat show and then uh, fishing shows, what, two two weeks away or three weeks away? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Don't even coming, say that, man. That's Coming that fast, brother. Me. Yeah, it is. We got well, a lot, like a break lot I'm to fixing do. Have to go to. It's all coming fast. <laughs> hey, if somebody somebody wants to call you and uh, check in, you know, about fishing or coming to your open house event on the twenty eighth, how they get a hold of you, Sharky? Yeah, come on with it, man. We'd love to have you guys hop on our website. It's Outcast Fishing with no G, Charters dot com. You could hop on there, check out our trips, pricing, packaging, and availability right there on our website. And, man, yeah, come check us out on January 28th from 2 to 5 p.m. We're going to have live music, uh, free beer, boat rides, giveaways, you name it. It's be fun for the whole family, man. It'll be fun. Bring them out. Get familiar with your place down there. Yeah. All right, buddy. Have a blessed one, Nicky. We'll holler at you you on Saturday, brother. You got it, dog. See you. All right, man. Stay safe in this weather. See you, bud. You too. Later. All right, unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today's show, but we'll be back in the morning bright and early, 4 a.m. right here at Sports Radio 610 KILT Houston. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law